0: Welcome to the podcast of Broadway Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky, and the preaching of Pastor Daniel Othman, a biblical church centered on Christ. I want to begin by giving a short illustration here. Um, If I tell you that the color of this paper, this sheet that I have in my hand, is white, right? It is white. Everybody can see. I don't think there is anybody with a color blind here. This sheet of paper is white, okay? If I now tell you that this color of piece of paper is white, and then next time somebody else, if I'm not here today, and, and, and some day somebody comes like two, three days or three weeks after and tell you that, hey, y'all, yo, listen, you know, last week on the January 5th, Raphael stood here and he showed you the color of this paper. Now, listen, he said it was white, but it's not white. The paper is green. The paper is green. And when I was showing you this paper, actually I'm pointing the paper. You can see that this is white, right? But if somebody come next time and tell you that the paper that I was standing here holding and showing to you was, was green and you believe in that person, what would you take yourself to be? Say so you know very well, I stand here. Don't give me that answer. Just, just process that in your mind. Don't give me any answer. Say I stand here and show you this piece of paper. Of course, you know very well. And you can tell without any doubt that this piece of paper is white. Yes, it is white, of course. And I leave it right here, and I leave you with that information. That one time I stood here and I showed you a piece of paper that was white. And then as I leave the piece of paper, and then some other time, some other person comes and, and trying to tell people, listen, you know, last week or whatever, told you that paper, it was not white. It was something else. But when they are telling you this time, they're not even showing you any evidence of anything. They're just telling you from their mouth that this paper is green. And if you believe in them, you who were a witness, you 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 could testify. When I stood here on that particular day, you were present. But if you later on believe in him, then there is something wrong with you, right? Something wrong with you. If you believe in another person who comes and tells you that this paper was not white, which you know for sure it is white, then you believe anything other than, any other color other than white, then that means there is something wrong with you, right? That is just... Simple to say. So let us pray. Father God, thank you for this opportunity we have again in your presence. Lord, just the vessel standing here that I am, I'm asking you to speak through me to your people. Lord, I am not perfect in any way. I'm not knowledgeable of your words in any way. I'm just a vessel. Make myself available, Holy Spirit, that this moment you will pass through me and minister to your people what you have for them this evening. May you bless your word, O God, and open our minds of understanding, Lord, so that we hear you speak to us before we leave this place tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I use this analogy to prepare our mind to this lesson this evening. I should have loved to use this passage, the topic of today, that justification is through faith. But I like to twist it a little bit to say, God approves those who believe. God approves those who believe. So your belief should, the approval of our belief is from God, according to His word, and not from man. With this knowledge, I want us to really build this concrete, uh, 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 this, this concrete, conviction in us that you are saved not by anything else, not by anyone, but by Jesus' true faith. Build that concrete conviction in you like that, as we'll see in our lesson this, this evening. So, of course, the book of Galatians, or, or the book of uh, Galatians, we know it's, it's written by, by Paul, and Paul wrote this, this letter to this church to address a concern which is very, very important. Now, we are living in times where there is just a lot of distractions. I say a lot of distractions because we know there are two spirits, the evil spirit, of course, and God's spirit. But the devil is walking over time, day and night, to try to bring, bring a lot of confusion in, 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 with, amongst the folks, believers today, amongst the Christendom today. And and one of the ways that the devil is really using and and capturing people is through false doctrine. You know, it's amazing that when when Brad Dan was preaching the first seven this, this morning, I was like, oh, I wish maybe someone could think that we were sitting and thinking together. So, knowing the Word of God is very, very important. Knowing what you believe is very, very, very important. If you don't hang on to the truth that you were raised on, the truth that actually transforms you. If you don't hold on to this truth, honestly, we are living in a time that it is very just easy that the slightest mistake you make, you'll be easily swayed. Now, we are in Galatians chapter 3, verse 1 to 9. So, evidently, in this book, in the, the, the church at Galatia, there was this false doctrine that was creeping in. So, there was this group, this, this group of leaders who, who came after Paul. And they were teaching that so salvation is incomplete. Is it complete except you have to be able to do perform some works according to the law of the laws of Moses? And also there was other group who says that salvation is incomplete except, especially for the Gentiles, except you must be physically circumcised. This was a doctrine that was going on in this church. But this is not true. We know that there is no work, no amount of work that humans, me and you, can do to qualify us as being saved. No. It is by grace, through faith, and it's in Jesus. There is no amount of work. Who can buy salvation? There is nobody. Nobody. So when Paul heard about this, so he wrote this letter to this church now, trying to address the situation. I want us to know this. It should be noted that the church at Galatia was facing the problem of wrong doctrine added to the truth of the gospel by some fake and false teachers. We have them today. A lot of them, they are out there today. And it's funny because they are so very talented and so crafty, very eloquent to the point where they can use the truth and just slip in some small alteration and then present it back to you and you believe. You know, they add a lot of, of, of uh, 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 they speak a lot into the scripture. And because of these people now, uh, they tend to believe and follow them. Now, this is what Paul is concerned about, that the works of the law of Moses, notably circumcision, well, like in uh, chapter 2, verse 16. This is what Paul said before in chapter 2, verse 16, when he, he was addressing this situation. In chapter 2, verse 16, Paul says, he said, And yet, because we know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, even We ourselves have believed in Christ Jesus. This was so that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. Because by the works of the law, no human being will be justified. So Paul has just informed them in chapter 2 about... Uh, uh, this problem that if it were by if if it were that were being justified by the works of the Lord, then nobody qualifies to be justified. So this is actually the problem that was going on in this church. So Paul wrote this book Galatians to clarify and defend the truth of the gospel. Now he also he has said earlier in verse two, verse five of chapter two, he says that but we did not give up to submit. No, we did not give up and submit to these people for even a moment, so that the truth of the gospel will be preserved for you. So he is kind of like picking up from something that he had told them previously. So Paul now was standing, after having heard this, was standing to give a good clarity and to defend the truth of the gospel. And this is what we Christians today, we ought to stand and to defend. We're supposed to stand and to defend the truth about the gospel because if we don't do that, then it is easy that the false prophets, the false teachers, they will come and then they will preach their wrongful doctrine and many people, it's possible that many people will follow them just like there was a problem in this church in Galatia during this time. So, Paul wrote this book, like I said, to clarify and defend the truth of the gospel. And he did this, first of all, he did this to defend his message and authority as an apostle. He also did this concerning the Old Testament basis of the gospel message and he did this also, demonstrating how the gospel message was preached and how it worked practically daily in the life of, of Christians. Now, I want us to look, I divide this into two sections, how to, to uh, be able to better understand this passage. And the first one is in from verse 1 to 5, Paul questions believers, their stand. He questions their sudden change of position. And in verse 1, he says that, you foolish Galatians who has cast a spell on you before whose eyes Jesus uh, Christ was publicly portrayed as sacrificed. So Paul said, you foolish Galatians. The essence was these people, Paul has preached to them. They have believed the truth. They have known the truth. Paul has preached them Jesus Christ that salvation is by faith, is, is by, by, by faith in Jesus Christ. It's not by works. And these people, they believe so well. They believed Paul and their lives were transformed and they were saving God until this time when false preachers, they came in. So Paul came by and said, you, you foolish Galatian, who has cast a spell on you. What has happened to you? It's just like if I had showed you this piece of paper and it is white, and you for sure know that this is white really. And somebody else comes later on and tells you that this is green. Right Then I come like, what is wrong with you people? Didn't I show you this? Did you not all confirm that when I was standing here that these people was white? It's the same situation. Paul had taught them the gospel. They had believed through Jesus Christ. And in their belief, they did not work for it. They did not pay for it. They believed by casting their faith in Jesus Christ. And that is what made them to be believers. And if all of us here are believers, then we are believed because we cast our faith through in Jesus Christ, not by our works. Not because we are saved, because we did something, no. Not because the pastor preached or he did something, no. We didn't go through any other medium, but just by faith, through Jesus Christ. That is the grace of God. That is why we are saved today. So, therefore, if somebody else comes and tells you that giving much money in church will win you salvation, I'll be, I participating in church all the time and church activities may give, will give you salvation, or all the good deeds and being a kind and wonderful citizen and being a good neighbor well all those things they are good don't get me wrong they are really good but that does not qualifies you to be a born again child of god it does not qualifies you for salvation because you know what paul says that salvation is by faith through jesus christ not by works how much can you buy of your place in heaven how much can we do as work to buy our place in heaven so unfortunately, the church at Galatia, they had compromised and, and swung to that direction where the, the false prophets were being taught. And that is why Paul came and said it was, it was kind of like this. Paul's letter here sounds like he was angry at this point. Because until you get to the point of being really angry, you not address somebody, you're foolish, you know. So Paul says that, who has cast a spell on you? Who has, who has deceived you? And he goes further that, he says that, before whose eyes... Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. So Paul said, is it not, are you not the ones that you sat and I told you and I, I, taught, about, I taught you all the things about Jesus Christ? Is it not, is, are you not the people, is it not the same group of people that the last time that I was here, or I taught you about, is it, what, has, what is happening? What went wrong? I think today, as believers, if we don't study, hold on to, put our hand on the Bible, on the Word of God, that we study every day, if we, if we just take Scripture as just head knowledge, you come and sit and go and keep your Bible, and every day you come and, and you, don't, you don't study your Word every day, then it is possible someday to fall off like these Christians, they fell. They it is easy. That is why we as Baptists, we do emphasize, or believers, right? Believers, we do emphasize that it is important as a child of God. As a matter of fact, it's a requirement. Jesus said, meditate on the word day and night it is important to study the bible know your bible if you don't know the bible then somebody can talk you out of it because it is happening just like we are learning on the uh what happened to the church of galatia that paul actually was addressing to clarify the gospel and to defend it so paul calls them foolish in verse 1 because they knew the truth in front of their eyes like he said in front of their eyes was publicly portrayed as crucified but they choose to dumb the truth for lie. So Paul is building on a thought given in the previous uh, chapter here, in, in, in uh, chapter 2, verse 21. He's building on this thought that he just told him. He said, I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died for nothing. So he said, for if righteousness comes through the law, listen to this, if righteousness it comes through the law then Christ died for nothing. So if our righteousness is coming as a result of obeying some certain laws, rules, and regulations, then we have taken away grace, making the death of Christ to be nothing. You see? So what makes us Christians is not following rules and regulations, or some laws. What makes us Christians is the faith that we put in the Lord, in Jesus Christ, and then by God's grace upon our lives, then that is what makes us Christians as we open our, minds, our hearts to him and receive Jesus Christ. That is what makes us believers, not some, ro- some laws. Because, by the way, there is nobody who is able to keep any rules. Not even me. I make promises I don't keep. I don't follow rules. How more of making rules in order to qualify? How more of following God's rules in order to qualify to become a Christian or to become righteous? So Paul wrote to them to make them to understand that um, it is not by rules or following the law or obeying the law that makes them what to to become Christians. That becoming a Christians, salvation does not depend on that. It's just by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. So these were people in the region of Galatia who had believed in Jesus when Paul visited in one of his missionary journeys. Now, however, they had begun to believe the lies of a group of Jewish leaders who thought that Gentiles must be circumcised and follow the law in order to be truly saved. So they feel that the Gentiles believers who believed in order, them, in order for them to be fully, whatever fully is, for to be fully qualified as believers, they also have to go through the process of circumcision, which actually that was man-made law right there. So Paul was telling them that this was not true. There is no justification. There, there is- justification is in true Jesus Christ. We are not justified by what we do. We are not justified by by, by, by the- performing some culture, some rituals, or following some rules or some tradition. We are being justified through Jesus Christ. That is it. So in verse 2 to 3, Paul asks pertinent questions. He continues with, with these pertinent questions. In verse 2, Paul says that, I only want to learn this from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? So, he had told them. He said, do you now believe from what you heard? Do you, you now believe from, from, uh, uh, from the works of the law or you believe because you heard the truth? If you believe because you are doing performance on works, then that is not true. Then you, 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 something is wrong. But if you do believe because you have the truth and you're convicted by the truth and you believe, then that is what it's all about, not following some laws. You know, we, so many Christians, we, 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 we deceive ourselves uh, by attributing certain things to what make us as a, a whole, a full Christian. You know, we have certain human attributes that we add another layer and say, if I don't do this, some people say, it's funny because we're talking, um, I don't know when, but we had this conversation and, uh, and uh, some people say that, you know, as a believer, in order to show that you're believing, then you, you have to, I think we're talking in our Sunday school class, so you have to be speaking in tongues. That is what qualifies you to become a believer. You must be able to prophesy. That, that's what makes you a believer. No, you, you, And some people say that, no, you have to go through this training, training from this training to make you quali- full qualif- a qualified believer. That is not true. That is not true. The moment you set your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that is automatically you are a child of God. So we should be very careful with what is given outside there. It is terrible how the gospel has been twisted. It's terrible how the gospel has been twisted, whereby if we Christians, we don't stand strong on the word of God, on the teachings that we have, we have been groomed over the years, then, uh, uh, um, then we, 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 it is easy that we will, we will fall. Uh, I have a brother down in, in Texas who is a, he's a preacher also. He, he, he told me one story I just love, and I've shared that with so many people. He said that there used to be a group of Christians who used to his church, who come to the church, and one day somebody said, well, they are no longer coming to their church again because they are, in their church they don't speak in tongues. <laughs> Say, I'm not coming to this church because you don't speak in tongues. You see how people go around making, carrying all this emotion, go through emotions, and to feel that if you don't live up to this standard, that does not make you a Christian. If you don't speak in tongues, you are not a Christian. If you cannot prophesy, you are not a Christian. You know, all this is false, and this is what Paul was teaching. See, if you are not careful, if you are not careful, these things, they will come inside us, and they will change us. They will change us. They will change us. Salvation is in Jesus Christ. You don't need to talk in tongues to make you a Christian. You don't need to prophesy to make you a Christian. You don't need to do works to make you a Christian. As a matter of fact, if you don't talk in tongues, that does not disqualify you as a Christian. Speaking in tongues or so prophecy—that's a gift. That's a gift. Then we go further in verse. Uh, Paul continues, says that Paul knew the Galatians. He knew the Galatians. We have, will have, will have to admit that the presence of the Spirit in their lives began with their believing what they heard in Romans. Now, let me read something quickly in Romans chapter, chapter ten, verse seventeen. And this is what Paul says in Romans chapter ten, verse seventeen. He said, so faith comes from what is heard. And what is heard comes through the message about Christ. Very important. Faith comes from what you heard. And what you heard comes from the message of, of Christ. So if there is anything short to that passage that Paul just said in, in Romans 10:17, if your belief is out of this, if you add works to your belief, if you add anything that makes you, uh, 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 as a believer, feel that you walk." before you qualify as a believer, then that is, out. that is wrong because Paul. look at what Paul is saying. Let me read this passage again in verse 10, uh, Romans 10, verse, verse 17. He says, so faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. So if any message that comes to you which is not about Christ, don't put your faith in it. If any message comes to you that is not about Christ, don't put your faith in it. That is just human own doctrine. Now, Paul goes on, he, he says that in verse, in, verse, um, in verse 4, Did you experience so much for nothing? If, in fact, it was for nothing. So then, does God give you the spirit and work miracles among you by your doing the works of the law? Or is it by believing what you heard? So, Paul keeps on asking this question. So, all the effort that you went through, so everything that you went through as, as you set your faith in the Lord, was that for nothing? He says, So, does God give you the spirit and work miracles among you by your doing and the works of the law? No, that is not it. That is not the point. And he said, Oh, is it by believing what you heard? No. So it is so it is by believing what they heard in Christ Jesus. It is not by uh, 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 by works of, uh, 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 of, uh, of the law. It is not by doing the things of the law that makes them to be able to do what they did, they were able to do in the Lord. Then Paul appealed to the fact in verse 4, he appealed to the fact that whatever suffering the Galatians had gone through for the gospel of grace was not wasted, was now wasted. So they had gone through a lot. They have gone through difficulties. And so Paul is looking at all those faiths, the things that they have really attributed their faith in. The things that they stood for. So Paul was like, so all these things that you have gone through, so it is now waste because you do believe that you have to do, perform certain rules and certain works of the law. You have to be able to do certain rules and certain conditions before uh, 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 you, you become a child of God. So it is not work of rules. It is not rules. It is important that we, as believers, we stand on the Word of God. It is important that we believe in the Word of God, stand on the Word of God, and click to it, and stand on it. Because that is what changes us. That is what transforms us. It is not following some rules of the law. Because nobody can able to qualify. Nobody can qualify for a rule. So Paul emphasized that believing what you heard means faith in the gospel message. Then to end up from verse 6 to 9. Just like Abraham, who believed God, and it was created to him for righteousness. Now, you know then that those who have, uh, those who have faith, these are Abraham's sons. Now, the scriptures say, the scriptures saw in advance that God will justify the Gentiles by faith and proclaimed the gospel ahead of time. To Abraham, saying, "All the nations will be blessed through you." Consequently, those who have faith are blessed with Abraham, who had faith. So, Paul gave an example of Abraham here in verse, verse six to nine. So, faith and justification, as the case of Abraham, trumps justification by works of the law. So, he brings this 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 aspect of of Abraham, how God made a promise with Abraham. Now, if 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 we let me, let me put it this way. This is what I want to say. Believing God actually has to go with faith. Believing God does not, you, you don't go through rules, human rules, to perform certain rules. That does not make you a Christian. We believe the Lord by faith. We act, put faith in the Lord, put faith in the Word, and believe him and live up to. And that is why those of us today, believers, we are called we we are Abraham's uh, uh, spiritual children. That's what he's trying to say. So we are Abraham's spiritual children because when we also act on faith, we are like Abraham who acted in faith. So we are Abraham's spiritual children. So those who have faith are Abraham's spiritual sons and daughters, whether they are Jews or Gentiles by bloodline, tied to God's covenant with Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, verse verse 3. Justification comes by putting our faith in God when we, when we believe, when we believe in the Lord, we are justified. Put our faith in the Lord. So, if we are not careful today, as we live, if we are not careful in the times that we live, it is easy, very easy, to fall into the deceiving trap outside So, my appeal to us today is that we should stand on the truth. Stand on the word. The word is the truth. Anything that is short of the word, it is not from Christ. Anything that is short from the word, that is not what we want to follow. If we are not careful again, we may easily fall. It is important this word We pass on, we study this word and pass this word on to our children. Before, they have been taken out there by those, those funny doctrines. Can we stand and let's pray? And I just want to pray, I just want to, before we pray, I just want to ask this question. If there be anybody here who have not put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Is there anybody? Anybody who never put your faith, you've never placed your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and you think that you, you want to trust God instead of trusting man. Is there anybody? Let's pray for you. Anybody? Anybody? Dear Father God, we just want to say thank you so much for today. Lord, by ourselves, we cannot do it. Help us, O God, to put our faith in you. Help us, O God, to depend on you. Help us to be very wise. So that, Heavenly Father, we will not give in to any teachings. But we should always test the faith and test the word and make sure that it is from you. Continue to bless us as we go to our various homes and bless our weak and protect us. And... uh, just do what you propose to do for us, oh God, throughout this week. Again, want to thank you again, Lord, for this evening. For in Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.